Industrial Talk is brought to you by Palo Alto Networks. Palo Alto Networks offers zero trust for your operational technology without the PTSD. If you're in the digital transformation game, keeping operational technology secure and running smoothly is a tall order. It's enough to make any coolest operations director wake up in night sweats. Palo Alto Network's Zero Trust OT security delivers comprehensive visibility and security for all OT assets, networks, and remote operations. It provides best-in-class security while simplifying OT security management. It sees and protects everything in the network, and it automates threat detection while implementing Zero Trust across all operations. So sleep better at night knowing you have the most comprehensive platform to detect, manage, and secure your OT assets. Learn more about the Palo Alto Network's Zero Trust solution. Go out to paloaltonetworks.com. That's paloaltonetworks.com. Find out more. You will not be disappointed. Welcome to the Industrial Talk Podcast with Scott McKenzie. Scott is a passionate industry professional dedicated to transferring cutting-edge, industry-focused innovations and trends while highlighting the men and women who keep the world moving. So put on your hard hat, grab your work boots, and let's go. All right, once again, thank you very much for joining Industrial Talk and your continued support of a platform that is dedicated to industrial professionals all around the world. You're bold, you're brave, you dare greatly, you're changing lives, you're changing the world as we speak. That's why we celebrate you on this platform. And we are broadcasting on-site. This is Accruent Insights, which is a user community that is passionate about solving problems, identifying, collaborating, and, and just having a good time just asset managing the conversation. It's all good. And we are at, uh, this, is, uh, this is the Gaylord in Nashville, Tennessee, and it's the size of a, a small state. Did you get lost there, Jason? Uh, everything, every night coming in. <laughs> it's just... It's amazing. It's wonderful, but it's the type of place I'd never thought you'd ever see. You know, a jungle inside of a hotel. Can you imagine managing this asset? <sighs> Think about just cooling it. Cooling in it. Tennessee summers. <laughs> How many and cubic yards of air do those things have to turn over every hour? That and 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 and, and it's it's an atrium, which is a greenhouse. That's what it is. Yeah. It's just a greenhouse, and and you walk out there and you get chilled. Yeah. <laughs> there's there's spots where it's like this is entirely too cold for it a is. plant that looks like it's growing bananas to be right next to me. Right, it's, it's like oh my gosh, yeah, I don't, I wouldn't want to just sort of crack open the here's the the, the utility bill here it is. <laughs> oh my gosh, they ran out of room uh, on it. Yeah. No. Exactly. They get their money, that's for sure. All right, for the listeners out there, Jason, give us a little background on who you are. Sure. I am what's called a solution consultant with Accruent on the asset management side of the house. And the solution consultants uh, in other organizations, they're called sometimes sales engineers, which is funny because I'm really neither sales nor an engineer. (laughs) But uh, I'm part of the sales team that helps our customers understand their technical needs, business fit, uh, lay, help them lay out a roadmap to that goal that they're after uh, with technology and different elements like that. So, uh, Do you focus on a specific technology versus, you know? Yep. Yes, sir. My focus right now is around our Meridian product, which is engineering document management, project lifecycle management, especially for owner operators, the people that are out there trying to keep these complicated industrial pieces of equipment running. 
yeah, you know, care and feeding, evergreening of documentation and things like that. Uh, and the Meridian product has got a, a very long life cycle. It's been on the market in one form or fashion for 30 years. Huh. So you're talking software solutions, 30 year old software solution, you'd back up, you know, how far that is and when it was, you know, came into inception uh, in Europe for some utility operators is how it was originally conceived. Um, you know, it's uh, it's got a long shelf life and customers all over the globe. So. So, so take us through what it is. So it is really focused around managing a lot of CAD files, uh, models, um, data files, equipment data files, equipment information, manage, uh, OEM manuals, OEM technical specs, you know, other engineering documentation that you've derived as you've gone through and calculated your pump curves and your other elements like that related to pieces of equipment, and then storing them in a way that the people that are changing and updating the processes can make it make that change accurately and effectively and do it once and do it right or the team in the field those men and women there they're going to find the right document before they head out into the field the first time or even when they're in the field using our mobile device the right time the first time making those updates with what they see in the field with red lines and things like that which then starts that loop back through engineering to make sure things are accurate as they go through those processes I, I get it Document management has been a conversation for, well, since the beginning of time, yes. since they were writing on papyrus. <laughs> and it's always proven to be very challenging. And in the case of uh, an industrial application, how does Meridian, there's, there's some significant changes that are just happening from a technology perspective. And mm -hmm. if it's such a, a, a legacy-type system, how do you keep it sort of nimble enough to use the technology and the innovation that's taking place constant evolution you know it's the the product again started 30 years ago it looks nothing like what it was 30 years ago of course no, you know because it not. couldn't be yeah. you know that would that would look like soviet software or something right now you know yeah. uh, something absolutely yeah. awful but I even know. then the structure behind it has had to change and evolve and grow and is continuing yeah. to do so you know when you start talking bim and digital twin uh, those sorts of elements like that meridian has to stay right up with those pieces otherwise we're going to be relegated out and those the biggest change that I've seen over the past even three years has been the rapid acceleration of 3D modeling. <laughs> you know, before, you know, it was maybe one out of five customers would say, hey, we're thinking about getting into the 3D space. Uh, now it's 90%. And in fact, it's an oddity if they say, no, we really don't care about that 3D model anymore. You know, we don't want that. No. Uh, <laughs> but that's one thing that's really interesting about my role is I get to talk to customers all over the country, all over the globe, really, yeah. in all sorts of different industries. Then I've had exposure to uh, some customers, one of them literally, they're still running a major facility with documents on sticks, like the old records library stuck in there with yeah, the yeah, 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 off yeah, of those. Yeah, 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 yeah. It was like stepping into a time machine when they started showing me that stuff. So this is sort of <laughs> itchy. How do you take the, the, those legacy documents mm. and and... And some of them are, I mean, these PNIDs are just, they're, they're well, they're lengthy. They, yeah. And they're out of date. Monolithic. They're lengthy <laughs> and monolithic and out of date. Yeah. How do you ensure that you can get them in there, update it so that it accurately reflects, you know, what's out in the field, and, and get it in the system that makes sense? Oh. I don't even know how you did it. You, you 
eat that elephant one bite at a time. Oh, you start with digitizing first, of yeah. course, and, and scan them in. Um, you do things like run them through OCR processes, which now make all of these old pencil lines from the 70s human readable, some of which are going in different directions and things like that, so that you could find the document. That's probably step one. Yeah. I can. It's digital. I can at least find an version of the document. Right. But... Uh, you know, now we start moving through other processes where maybe are you, you going to recad the whole document, or are you going to turn it into what's called a vector, where you've got you know a rasterized two pieces of a document into a hybrid part, where maybe I'm just recadding the southwest corner of that file, uh, but you know the rest of it is still going to be the old pencil line. And systems like Meridian can manage that for those customers that really want to be very measured in how they're changing and updating some of these files to limp their way into a fully electronic sort of formatted document. So back to the the reality is is that, you know, today the document right now at noon it's accurate. But at twelve oh one it's not. You know, because that's it's a dynamic yeah. reality. How does how does a system like Meridian take that into account? How do because it's one thing for you mm. the let's say you're helping them do this, and then you you got to let it go, and they've got to do it themselves, that they keep up with it. It can't be difficult. No. How, it, do, how do you do it? It has to be simple. You have to have a technology platform that, one, lets you find the file, lets you use it, and lets the democratization of data occur so that the people in the field that have that knowledge because they went there and they saw where these, these pipes were connected and the document's wrong, I'm going to now, using a mobile app or using our web app, I'm going to just redraw where it is on a layer on top of that document and uh, that's going to flip a flag and engineering is going to get notified that you've got something that needs some attention you know or things like that uh, and the other element is you know it's not just document updates we we oftentimes forget about even just something as simple as an operator is doing their rounds or reliability technician is doing their rounds and he or she hears something sees something smells something and they just want to make a note of it to say hey You've got another round coming in 12 hours. If it's still loud, call out on you know a work order. But let's check it one more time so that's we can use these documents and these technology elements as a shift turnover of information, a knowledge repository of things related to equipment. Because you know otherwise you're just going to write it into a log sheet and it's going to go into a clipboard and the next person who does their round is going to grab the clean round sheet that they need, clip it over the top and not read your note. Yeah. But if everyone is looking at and using these same documents, you're going to be able to democratize that information and gather it from everybody else that has that info. So what's interesting is one I get it. Okay, so we have the technology to be able to do real-time updates. Okay, great, fine. Here's a line. Do this. Now it reflects what's actually out in the, the field. Two, the the reality. So what happens is that sometimes you can't do a big bang. I mean, it would be great to say yesterday... We were here. Yesterday, Today, we pulled everything out of a drawer. Ba-boom! Look Today, at it. it's on a tablet, and you right. can view it from the coffee shop. Right? There's got to be sort of this sort of evolution, this journey of it, because, well, now this is how you access it online here, but you still have to go over to the, the map room and find it over there. Oh, yeah. yeah, the map room or the the, uh, the fixed inspection vault where yeah, you've got right. your, your TML diagrams right, right. that are still pencil. How do you know? But that's, that again, does, does your team help with that sort of 
We can. We've got partners that we can bring in that are experts in digitizing ah, some of these yeah, things. Yeah. Um, you know, we bring them in as part of the the scope of work, and they uh, then from that perspective, they're. Um, they're tasked with doing that piece of work that they are best enabled to do. They've got, you know, OCR programs that have machine learning and AI built in so that when the text is going eight different directions and has three different handwriting styles, they're pulling all of that text out and making the entirety of the document searchable as you're going through those processes. <laughs> Hold on, I just got... When somebody's scribbling, which it would be me, trust me, I, I would be the, Can you see the, the guy chicken scratches. It's like, terrible. this is so important, and I put a little red check mark by because it's really important, <laughs> yeah. but you can't read it. Does that get tagged as Scott McKenzie? So when somebody says, hey, I see it got a little red check mark must be important but i can't read it let me go talk to scott oh absolutely yeah when you're putting in red lines especially in the field it's a red line by a person at a date and time over a certain revision because the other side of it is that now really becomes document history that we want to maintain and our customers may need to maintain for a variety of different reasons some of it could be as simple as or as complex as a legal hold situation where yes we knew that was a problem we noted it we handed that document to a certain technology provider and what was promised didn't happen and here's our proof that we did everything as we were supposed to but yeah keeping those records keeping that audit trail and being able to tell the history and the story of these critical and frankly expensive documents is is a key part of the meridian capability and and a key part of what every organization should be after with these these files you know it's uh um, they're just absolutely critical can i also attach those files to the asset so here's a pump yes this pump has had some revisions on the document so i'm out in the field i'm on a mobile solution and i'm popping it up and i'm going all right okay good i got the latest and great and i have a uh a high level of confidence that that's so I can attach it to that asset. Oh yeah, absolutely. That's one of the key things that sets Meridian apart from a lot of the, the other solutions. But there are a lot of ones that do that. And uh, I had a, a talk yesterday where we were highlighting that probably one of the single most valuable things that you can do with these critical engineering documents, apart from ensuring that they're accurate, is to have that relationship to those assets that they cover, that they're important to, and that they can jump to those points there. Because at that point in time, you've created a whole other layer of ergonomics over the top of this data so that that team, that the only thing they speak is asset ID, can find all of the information that they need across multiple disciplines knowing one piece of data. That's that's the key thing that everyone should be going after as far as I'm concerned, if you really have a reliability and an operations focus. You know, be that data an asset, be it a pie tag or whatever that, you know, PLC, whatever that piece that of information whole, is. That complete picture on that asset or wherever you're working, that there, there's no, you know, some piece of information that's sort of rogue out there that might have been necessary for your work. Yeah. So you want to make sure that everything is encapsulated on whatever that that wherever you're at. I got it all. I don't. Oh, yeah. Well, and it's a high level of trust. Exactly. Well, in my background is before I came into the software side, I was actually a customer of Meridian working in the chemicals, oil and gas industry for yeah. major refining company. You know, I installed and supported this software for a 400,000 barrel per day refinery. And those guys and gals working in that facility, many of them just spoke, oh, I need this document number and this document number and that document number. And that was great for that time until we had a major refit of that unit after a turnaround. And now 
the PNID previously instead of maybe being updated because it was consolidated and retired. And now that knowledge that they had, that internal decoder ring that they were running a facility on yeah, yeah. is broken. And so now it's a relearning. Now it's stepping back through is, okay, what are you really trying to do? How are you doing that? What's the key information that you're bringing to that, that exchange and ensuring that we've got a system that is See. built to do that? See, and, and, and if you ever look at a refinery, it just looks like it's a collection of pipes and more pipes. And, more, and I always had this conversation with somebody, and it goes, how, how, look at that rusty old pipe that's still on that rack. Yeah. Is that still being used? How do you know that that's being used? How do you know? Yeah. How do you know what's going on? Why is that critical, right? <laughs> that rusty pipe on that rack that's probably been there since, you know, the beginning. 50s. Yeah. Where they built the facility yeah, in 1952. Right. But nobody, nobody takes any idle lines out. They just sort of build oh. on. Yeah, that's, that's, a, and that's a, another strength a bit of Meridian as well is because it's going to manage through those changes. But we have a, a concept that we brought to the market called concurrent engineering where a document can be checked out to multiple projects and changed independently across those different elements. And a lot of software solutions do that. The, uh, there's ones that say, oh, no, why would you ever want to do that? And the answer is... Multiple people are changing these documents, and you can either give them a, a platform that's going to enable them to make those changes, or they're going to work outside of your platform. They will. Because what happens is you hire intelligent people, and yeah. you do it on purpose, and then you yeah. give them a tough job to do. Yeah. And if you don't give them the right tool to do it, they're going to work around you or invent their own tool that may not conform to your vision of how they should be doing yeah. their work. But the reality is... I have key documentation that needs to be changed by multiple people at, the, at a given time. Wouldn't it be nice if I had a system that allowed those threads to happen, but then put checks in place and had tools to let me overlay those two documents and see where did they actually change? You know, so things along that. This is a journey. Because <laughs> it's a journey. It, it has it to be. You have to have that mindset that, that I, this is important. Mm -hmm. It's important to the operations. It's going down that road anyway, whether mm -hmm. I like it or not. Yeah. We got to do it. So let's do it. But don't expect it to be this big bang and like yesterday we were in the file cabinets and today it's all digital. I just, I, I, I can appreciate that passion, but yeah. it doesn't work that way. No, it, you're right. And it takes, uh, it's a process. There's, you know, organizational change management is its own discipline for a very good reason. Uh, and having gone through that oh. change management and pushing it forward, you know, the... On a monthly basis. Oh, it's like an organizational... Not, monthly, it's, like it's daily sometimes. It's like, oh, right, yeah, you know, and uh, sometimes, you know, people are hesitant to do a lot of that because then you become the face of the change. And if it's unpopular with somebody, <laughs> what happens comes. to that? Here comes the Grim Reaper. Yeah. Grim Reaper's dealing with it. Yeah, it's a resume-generating event, right? No, but <laughs> if you passionately believe about things and you know you're going to improve it, even the, you know, you, they may be, you know, a, a resident of Missouri and they're going to hit a show me state moment with you. But if you show them that's going to improve, I think people get along with you really well. You are wonderful. How do they get a hold of you? They're saying, I want to talk to Jason. Let's uh, reach out to us through recruit.com. Let's talk about Meridian. There's a demo button right there. Oh, schedule a demo. Let's take some time. Take an hour and see if there's work here for us oh, or if there's that. improvements to make. Check it out. All right. His name is Jason. Accruent is a company. We are broadcasting from Accruent Insights, a user community that is destined to solve problems. 
I'm trying to find out more words to be able to say because it's pretty cool. They're they're collaborating behind you. Active. They're, they're big time active. All right, we're going to have all the contact information for Jason out on an industrial talk, so fear not, reach out. You will not be disappointed. We will be right back. You're listening to the Industrial Talk Podcast Network. All right, his name is Jason Krause. He is a solution consultant with Accruent. And and as you can tell, document management was the center of the conversation. And boy, do we need document management. I I, I mean, that grabbing that tiger by the tail is a real challenge. So glad that there's a product called Meridian out there that uh, allows for at least managing those documents 3d the world is just wide open when it comes to all these there's just there's just ton of stuff happening out there all right once again industrial talk platform is for you industrial content creators go out to industrial talk say hey collaborate there's a big old button right there want to collaborate and then you'll get the stick we're looking for podcasts we're looking for videos we're looking for blogs to be featured on the industrialtalk.com uh, location. So be bold, be brave, dare greatly. Contact Jason, change the world. We're going to have another great conversation coming from this conference shortly.